Welcome to the New Mercies Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Caldwell. This is episode number 80, and today is a very special episode. Maybe not so special for you, but very, very special to me. I'm going to share something on the podcast today extremely personal, and I honestly went back and forth. Should I share it? Should I not? And I realized this was a new mercy for me. This was something God gave me And it's given me encouragement. It's given me this drive to keep going. And I think it could potentially do that for you. I want to look at a verse in Scripture in John 15, verse 16. Before we get there, I want to tell you why this verse is sticking out to me today. We have, over the last couple of days, been going through my father's things. We've gone through his office and gone through his library and his computer and just trying to find things. Okay, what do we do with all these accumulated things? How do we disperse them in the family? And one of the things we've realized is my dad wrote a lot. He wrote a lot of letters. He wrote a lot of journals. He wrote a lot of devotionals. He wrote a lot of things down. And I want to encourage you right now, write things down. Whatever you're doing, whatever stage you are in life, start writing things down. It will outlast you and it will bring new mercies to people, potentially far beyond your lifespan. So I want to encourage you to write things down. As we've been looking and finding things that my mom calls treasures, things that were written just for her, things that are written just for me, that we never even knew existed, one of the things we found were letters to my children. And they were dated not to open them now, but to see them later in life. And one of the things I found didn't have much of a title on it, so I began to look at it. And it was a journal entry in the form of a letter to my daughter And I wanted to share one of the excerpts from that letter. I'm not going to read you the whole thing because it's a lot about Poppy to his granddaughter. But he wrote this letter in July of 2008. So we're talking a long time ago. And as he wrote this letter, I want to give you a little bit of background here. One of his mentors had just passed away and he was on the way to the funeral. And he got home that night and he wrote this letter to my daughter, giving her a little bit of explanation about who this man was. And so I want to read to you just this little excerpt here. It says, Our friend was named Mr. Oscar G. Martin, but all of us just called him O.G. He went home to be with the Lord this past Wednesday, and today many of his friends, relatives, and lives that he touched gathered at the church to bid him farewell. As I thought about the day, I realized how much O.G. has meant to me through the years. I met him in 1986 when I went to Black Oak to become their youth minister. He was a deacon who walked, lived, and loved the way that a deacon, and in fact every Christian, should live. O.G. was my friend from the moment I met him. In 1988, after a tough year at the bank and the youth ministry not doing very well, I was really burned out. I went to a conference in Nashville with Preacher Mac, O.G., and two other men. When O.G. found out that I was planning on resigning and leaving the youth ministry, He asked the other men to join him, and they all laid hands on me and prayed over me that I might be strong and courageous in the ministry. He told me that God had great things in store for me, and I just couldn't quit. He told me that he believed in me and that he loved me. OG told me that he wished he would have been more dedicated to the Lord when his boys were the age of your dad and your uncle Joseph. He encouraged me to hang in there, and he promised me that he would pray for me and support me in any and every way that he could. And he did. Had it not been for OG and his prayers that day, and for the past 20 years, I probably would have never been brave enough to go into the ministry full time. Now, I don't know if you realize what that means, but the Lord has really blessed my life in the ministry. 
Had I not been in the ministry, I probably wouldn't have been involved in World Changers. And if I hadn't, then your dad may not have ever met your mom. Then you wouldn't even be here. I've not kept count over these past 20 years, but I've led hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people to Christ already in the ministry. What if I had given up? What would have happened to all of those people? In the past nine years while I've pastored here at New Providence, we've sent over 2,000 missionaries somewhere, and we've given almost a million dollars to missions. What if I had given up? I also had the privilege to become the pastor of OG's granddaughter and her family. They're all serving the Lord now and telling people about Jesus. What if I had given up? As I sat in the pew and listened to people talking about OG, I thought, I sure am thankful that OG didn't give up on me. A scripture came to my mind. I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain. John 15, 16. OG was a quiet man, a gentle man, a good man. OG was a man who bore fruit. In fact, I'm one of those piece of fruit that he tended in his garden, and I pray that I'll keep up the work as long as I live. I pray that somehow OG realizes that he has impacted my life. I've passed it on to your dad, and I know your dad is now passing it on to you. And then in parentheses, he writes, I told you he was still impacting us all. I wish you could have met my friend OG, but the Lord saw fit to allow him to finish his course a little ahead of the rest of us. I promise, though, after you accept Jesus as your personal Savior someday, then Jesus brings us all home to live in heaven forever. You'll get to meet Uncle O, as many of the kids knew him. As I think about this letter, there's something we all should be learning from OG today. We need to bear fruit, and fruit that remains. We don't need to give up. We don't need to give up on anybody. We don't need to give up on ourselves. We don't need to give up because if God still has us here, He still has a plan for us. He's got something incredible in store, and we don't know what the future holds. So today, let Him find us faithful. Let the Lord be looking at us and seeing us live a faithful life. It may be hard today. It may be difficult today, but be strong and courageous. Don't quit. Don't quit on the Lord. He does not quit on us. 